Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Get Real, How to Live a More Authentic Life with Dr. Barry Weinhold, the author of 80 books, not just over 75, but 80 now. Dr. Weinhold, how are you today? I'm grateful. I'm having, having a good summer, uh, doing a lot of fun things outside, doing some, getting a lot of fishing in, uh, attending outdoor concerts, uh, just, uh, just enjoying that, the good summer weather here in Colorado. There you go. Love, I love to hear that. Um, anything, uh, anything specific you're looking forward to right now that you're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks? Uh, well, I'm, I want to, uh, not the next couple of weeks. I have a couple of things like, uh, there's a couple of concerts that I'm going to go to, uh, but I'm going to take a, a short trip over to Taos uh, down in Mexico and, in August and have a, a, maybe as much as a week vacation down there. It's a beautiful place and a totally different culture. That's so, awesome. Very looking cool. Forward, looking forward to that one. I'm excited to, to hear the tales of that. What, what do you have for us today? Well, I want to talk more about uh, the book and how to, how to uh, what is your psyche and uh, how to increase your psychological intelligence through self-therapy. Uh, by talking a little bit about how do you raise your psychological intelligence? What do you have to do? And uh, and in the book, I make it pretty simple, and I try to kind of give you a, a kind of a, a roadmap, if you wish, on how how to really understand yourself at a deeper level. Because most people, I mean, where would people learn to more about their psychological process? I think there should be a a, co a course in school, at least a semester-long course, on on psychological uh, understandings and psychological processes, so that people understand why they do what they do, and can have some better control of why they do what they do. And very frequently, people don't know why they do what they do, or they have a vague idea, or some of the ideas about why they do what they do are pretty old. Now, all of our actions and our thoughts and our and our feelings are determined by our beliefs now the problem with that is that two things first of all most of our core beliefs were formed before the age of 10. now that's kind of early on to try to use those beliefs if you're 40 years old and it's also uh true that the the whole uh idea of beliefs uh, it makes it's more difficult to access because only about five percent of what we do, or say, or or feel, is conscious at any given time. The other ninety-five percent resides in our unconscious. Now, you think that would be kind of detrimental to our our well-being? Well, it it's Mother Nature's way, and it's our our nature as a human being, because. Everything that we ever experienced in life is stored. It doesn't get lost. It's stored in our body memory. And so, but unfortunately, only 5% of that we understand and, and are able to utilize. Now, if you raise your psychological intelligence, then you might be able to access more of those old beliefs and begin to see how they're no longer working and do something to change them. So it's really... Uh, a, a whole process of, of learning what is important about 
life and about my living and what the way I do things and what I feel and what I think. And, and then to make choices about that based on those feelings and those ideas. So it, it's really a kind of a process and in therapy, I take people through that process and we talk about the things that are not working in their life. And uh, then we talk about, okay, where did that come from? Where, what in your background that's stored in your body memory somewhere? Did you, do you have things that, that are connected to whatever is going on and, and causing you problems in your current life? Now, it, the, the issue is that uh, if it's unconscious, how do you remember it? Well, it's amazing. Sometimes what I do with people, and I would recommend this for you as well, is just to close your eyes and feel what you're feeling now. If there's something that's troubling you, just close your eyes and feel that and feel where it is in your body. Maybe it's in your chest or your gut or your arms or wherever. And just pay attention to that and then open your eyes and close them at one more time and ask yourself, when did I feel this way for the first time? Wow. If you can answer that question, you've got the first step in the whole process of healing because if you can access that memory and usually those memories are easier to access than old other memories anything that is unfinished in our lives and that didn't like a trauma or things that happened to us that that left us puzzled about what that meant uh these are the kind of things that stick in our craw and will are more easily accessed so when people say they get triggered, okay, I hear that often. Oh, I got triggered by what he said. Well, what that means is that what he said triggered a memory from your own memory bank of something that's unfinished in your life. And just, that's all it is. And, but people make the mistake during being triggered is always say, God, I, I, gotta, I gotta get rid of this. I gotta, I gotta stop feeling this way. It's awful feeling this way. I have to I have to calm down. I have to distract myself. Maybe I have to go medicate myself, self-medicate. I have to go get a, take a drink or, or go uh, have sex or do something that, that prevents me from having to feel these feelings. That's the absolute wrong thing to do because you missed an opportunity that your body provided for you free of charge <laughs> to access something from your past that's unfinished and then try to finish it. And then this four-step model I have, I just use them to help people do this. Uh, that's the second step of the four-step model is where did this come from? And if people can begin to understand where it came from, then I ask what was missing from it that prevented it from being a finished learning experience that keeps it in the unfinished category and keeps it kind of showing up because the natural learning style of human beings is to repeat anything that's unfinished. And so every time something triggers your memory, it's an opportunity to finish it. So then the third step I ask people to think about is what would, what would that be that was unfinished? Maybe you didn't get to say what you needed to say that would have might have made a difference. Maybe you would have liked to have heard something from some of the people involved in the trauma that would have changed the whole thing. Or maybe they could have done something to protect you more than they did. Uh, so we look at what could have been missing in that incident or series of incidents, or learning experiences, I call them. 
that prevented you from uh, finishing that. And and the analogy I use is that uh, when you first learned to drive a car, there was a lot of things to remember. The learning curve was steep on a lot of number of different variables about you know, the steering wheel, the gas pedal, the clutch if you were using a, uh, a standard shift car, the, the, the whole uh, eye coordination for everything, watching your mirrors and, and your turning and everything. And once you've learned all that, it doesn't show up anymore. You don't have to, every time you jump in the car in the morning to go to work or wherever, you don't have to try to remember all those things. They're all already learned. And that's the same thing with these things. If, 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 of course, if you had some car accident or something, that might create a, a trauma that will interfere with the learning and, and will cause you to have some, some reaction when you jump in the car. I know my mother had an accident and I helped her with her trauma and uh, she couldn't drive because she was so scared after the accident and I helped her with her trauma and now, and she went back driving again. And so it's easy once you understand this process, that's what I'm trying to get people to do with this book is just understand their psychological processes. Well, what makes them tick and more people can understand that the better choices they make in their life. And so that's how I, and then the fourth step, of this four-step model. If they've identified what's missing, I say, okay, what could you do today to, to begin to finish that? What kinds of, now you have many more resources now than you had when you were maybe five years old and this happened or three years old or whenever it happened. And so how can you use the resources you have now to finish it and, and to put it on embrace brain where all the things that you learned in driving a car are and therefore, you no longer have to get triggered by anything like this. So if you under, just, just understood that one thing, that when you get triggered, it isn't something to avoid and try to, to, try to calm down from. It's something to ask yourself, oh, where does this come from? This isn't a memory of something that happened to me in my past that's showing up now to tell me it's time to get finished with this. So... When you get triggered, it's just some your body saying, pay attention to this. And that's the first lesson that everybody should have when, they, when they're trying to, I mean, it's in, inevitable that things will happen. People will say things, people will do things that will trigger us. And we always think about, well, why did that person do that or say that? It must be their fault. Oh, no, it's just they're being actually an ally. They're helping you. They're helping you kind of, they're providing some kind of stimulus that's similar enough to the original kind of unfinished learning that it 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 shows up and 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 you get a memory of the unfinished learning the the original unfinished learning and and then uh, your job as an adult is to figure out what can I do now to change that what can I do now so that I don't have to get triggered by that kind of uh, expression or that kind of action in, in the future. And that's what I call healing your trauma. And so I don't even use the word trauma anymore with my clients. I just talk about the four-step model and take finishing unfinished learning experiences from your past. And, and so that's, that's the model that is in the book about how to begin to uh, 
being more psychological intelligence. Now, I have another very direct way that in the book that I, I recommend. I have a self-help, uh, self-quiz. Ben, you can put that up on the screen, yeah. And uh, this this one has 36 items on it. Each of them reflects, each of them uh, becomes a chapter in the book. This is in the first or second chapter in the book, and it's it's something for the reader to to uh, to uh, fill out and, and and score. And you're asked on each of the items. Keep it up there, Ben, for a little longer. I want to refer to it. Uh, uh, you're asked to take each of these items and, and decide on a scale of one to ten how much you have accomplished with that item. One indicates that you have a long way to go on accomplishing things. And then 10 would indicate that you pretty much have mastered that. So it asks you to reflect, self-reflection again, on your answers to this. And if, and if it shows up that you gave yourself a five or under, then that would be a place to start. That'd be a step two to start in terms of learning about your psychological intelligence and how do you increase it. So if you, uh, in number one, it says, show up and tell the truth. Well, if you mark that a four, because you're not so good at that. So then you would go to that chapter and you would read the chapter on what that means. And then at the end of the chapter is a link to a workbook. There's a 200 page workbook with this book. And, and each chapter has uh, a specific self, uh, uh, well, 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 self-assessment, first of all. Self-assessment or self-reflection, if you wish, tools helping you understand what this means, what you're experiencing, and then uh, also tools on how to change it and how to, how to reflect on it and, and, and make some better choices and better decisions around that one and, and learn how to improve your ability to show up and tell the truth. So each of the items in the uh, in the inventory uh, gives you an opportunity to go to the specific chapters. Then, after you've filled out this 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 uh, self quiz at the beginning of the book, to just go to the chapters where you scored five or less, and and read the chapter, and then go to the workbook and do whatever the exercises are that the workbook suggests to help improve your score and. So I think sometimes that uh, it would be easy to uh, uh, to overlook some of these, but I think I've covered the waterfront pretty far with 36 items and uh, taming your shame, asking directly for what you want, connecting the dots, regulate your emotions, establish your boundaries. I mean, everything that would help you live your life more authentically is in this inventory, and it and it gives you an opportunity to uh, very specifically take just, I mean, you don't have to read the whole book if you just wanna read the chapters where you scored low and work on improving, that would be a, a great use of the book. Now, I would obviously recommend you read the whole book and make sure that you have an accurate picture of each of these items as they appear in your life. So uh, it, um, it gets to a point of, uh, of helping the reader uh, demythologize their therapy. I have some critical uh, uh, thoughts about the current 
therapy model, which I think isn't the best model for therapy, but basically it's the one that we use the most often. So it's, it's, uh, and anybody who comes to therapy from the, who's been in therapy in the traditional model, I usually grill them a bit first before I even talk to them. I say, well, you know, if you've been in therapy, how was your therapy? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What found, what did you find helpful? And what did you find not helpful from the therapist? That gives me an idea of where to start and what to avoid with that client. If, if they had a client that, that uh, basically sat and listened a lot and didn't say much, and they had an objection to that, then I I'm, I'm certainly know that I'm not gonna be doing that with them because they already experienced it and it hasn't been successful. So anyway, I really look at uh, each of these 36 items as all important parts of being able to live a more authentic life. And also in order to do that, of course, you have to raise your IQ, your psychological intelligence. And therefore, reading this book and doing the exercises in the book will will do exactly that. You will begin to understand more about who you are, why you do what you do, why you say what you do, and why you feel what you feel. And that's the objective of the book is to to give you the tools that help you better understand psychologically your own processes and why you do what you do why you live the way you live in your life. Uh, this include, includes uh, why you choose the certain people in your life. And I'll be talking about that in, in the next episode about how uh, this uh, inventory can give you a self quiz, can give you clues about why uh, things are not working in your own relation, adult relationships. And so I'm gonna dig in deeper with several of my next episodes on different aspects uh, on, of that self-quiz. So, uh, Ben, do you have any questions about what I'm talking about? No questions. Uh, I find it fascinating, and I'm just taking a bunch of notes here. Um, I, it's it's uh, it's really interesting. I mean, I've, I've been interested in psychological intelligence for a long time, but you, you put a name on it. And, um, and, and I've literally written the book on it. So uh, I'm excited to just dive into this and find out what we have to talk about next episode. Yeah, I think more and more people are asking them questions. Why do I do what I do? Why do I, why do I make the decisions I make? Why do, I, why do I hang out with the people I hang out with? You know, you know and, 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 and besides the superficial social answers that they might get, uh, there's some deeper psychological reasons for that and to know that and to know that what beliefs for example might be driving these behaviors these actions and again i often say you can't fix something till you know how it got broken so it's harder to fix something until you know it's how it got broken and and that applies in this case too is that if people understand why they're having trouble with their life, why they're not, why their life isn't working. Most of my clients who are in their thirties, and most of them are men. And when they come to me, they say, "Hey, doc, my life isn't working. Can you help me?" That's the most of the in, most likely intro I get from from my clients. And so then I say, "Well, how how is your life not working?" 
and we go from there. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of uh, in a nutshell uh, how to use this book to uh, to really become more uh, understanding of yourself and, and, and understanding of why you do what you do and why you feel what you feel and think what you do. So I'm, I'm really hopeful a lot of people will, will begin to pick it up and, uh, and learn from it. Because that's my goal is to teach people uh, that uh, your birthright was, is to live an authentic life. And it's up to you to create that. No one's going to create it for you. No one's going to get out there and, 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 and give you everything you need. But this will come about as close as anything to giving you what you need to live a more authentic life. And, and so if that's a goal of yours, it was a goal of mine. And so I set about doing it and I've done it. And I'm very happy with my life. And I'm very happy with, with uh, being able to live more fully in, in everything I do and understand more fully why I do what I do. <laughs> I love that. Um, check out the book. Check out everything that, that Dr. Weinhold has going on. Uh, circle.org, link in the description. You can uh, get the book today um, or any of the other 79 books that he has uh, written in the past. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, also the self-quiz, all of that stuff available at circle.org. Um, Dr. Weinhold, thank you so much. What are we talking about next week? Well, I'm going to dig into one of the, the 36 uh, items on that self-quiz and talk about what, what it means and how you can process it. So I'll give you some heads up on, on what, what that uh, is all about in the book. Hopefully we'll get you to go and read the rest of it in the book. Yes, perfect. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Okay. For more information, please visit the Colorado Institute for Conflict Resolution and Creative Leadership at CICRCL.org or click the link in the show notes.